This is the Book Marketing Action Podcast, and I'm Becky Robinson. Since 2012, my team and I have partnered with more than 100 authors to launch more than 130 business books. On this podcast, I'll share the best insights and actionable ideas from our work so that you can implement sustainable activities to reach your goals for your book. Whether you're a seasoned author looking to breathe new life into your book or someone who dreams of writing a book someday, this podcast will help you be more successful in getting results as an author. Hi, I'm Becky Robinson. Welcome back for another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. And I am so thrilled to be joined today by my friend and high school classmate, Barb Bruce. It's a really small world story. Maybe we'll tell it today or maybe we'll tell it another day. But today we really want to focus on you, Barb. And you have some amazing ideas about book marketing in general and about holiday book promotion specifically. So I'm so honored that you took time out of your busy schedule post book release. It hasn't been long since you released your latest book. I know you have so many things to do. So I'm so glad that you could carve out some time to talk with me today. Welcome, Barb. Well, thank you, Becky. I love whenever we get a chance to connect. So I love talking about book marketing. So we're going to have fun. Well, so Barb, tell our listeners about you in case they haven't met you yet about your work and specifically about the latest book. Well, thank you. One of my very favorite things in life is equipping particularly women, but people of all ages and stages in life to overcome their fears so they can live beautifully strong and courageous. I believe that everyone has a great adventure of purpose for their lives. And so I love creating, whether it's writing or speaking, giving people inspiration and tools to overcome fear so that they can get to that great adventure. I live in Northwest Ohio. I am the proud mom of three adult daughters. And for me, watching them live beautifully strong and courageous is super fun and exciting. So I've got an army captain out in Oklahoma, a preschool teacher who is amazing and a nursing student in college. And then I absolutely love writing and speaking at conferences around the country when I am not managing a book deadline. So talk to us about how many books you have so far and tell us about the title and info about the latest one. Well, I am grateful. Since 2015, I have published a total of eight books and Bible studies. I'm a traditionally published author. I've got a great publishing company out of Nashville. And I think the interesting part of my story is in 12 months, in a 12-month period this past year, I had three book contracts as well as three book releases in 12 months. Wow. So it has been quite a whirlwind for you, Barb. And I know I was really excited to see the latest book release. So talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk in general about book marketing and some of your favorite tools and tricks. And then I'm so excited to share with our listeners later about some ideas that you have for holiday promotions. Well, I'm excited to get to those as well. My most recent book is a devotional and it's titled Surrendered, 40 Devotions to Help You Let Go and Live Like Jesus. I wrote this project during the quarantine season when we were all staying at home. And this project is all about letting go of the things we can't control. And so it is a faith-based book. 
It's 40 brief devotions on topics that we struggle with. So like letting go of worry, letting go of negative thinking, letting go of toxic people, letting go of adult children. And so all of these topics that I love writing about because they're the real thing in life. So I also have books and Bible studies about anxiety, winning our worry battle, about self-image, as well as books about learning how to be patient in long seasons. I write a lot about things in life that I've had to overcome from a biblical perspective. Well, and I have had the pleasure of participating in a few Bible studies based on your content, I think three, and I've always learned so much from you. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on. So just a quick side note, those of you who are listeners of ours may be familiar with me for marketing, mainly nonfiction business titles. So it's really interesting today to have a conversation with Barb. She is in a slightly different genre from our normal guests. So before we dive into some of your favorite tricks and tools for marketing, talk to me for a moment. We're talking about this some before we started recording about how marketing Christian women's books is different from other book marketing. Well, this is for those who love to figure out how things work. When we talk about book marketing, it's based on the audience as well as the connections that we've made. I do have a background in business. I actually still speak at leadership events. I still work with companies on individual management coaching. So I read a lot of business books and love business books. When it comes, though, to Christian marketing, when I look at that and how to reach women. Most of my audience is on Facebook. That's where a lot of them are. And then there's a growing number on Instagram. So my approach has been to create connections with other Christian women speakers and authors. And then when it comes to actually marketing the books, actually getting people to buy the books, there's a little bit of a tension that we have to manage in Christian marketing, at least from my perspective. People, when you are writing about God, writing about Jesus, people do not like for you to put the hard sell on them. They want to make up their own mind. So there was an old phrase when I was a sales rep, we called it sell the features and the benefits. So that's a lot of my approach is very much selling the features and the benefits of what it is that I'm writing about versus saying you must buy this because Mm -hmm. uh, that's a little off-putting. Well, you and I talked a little bit about that before we began recording, Barb, because I was saying to you what I always tell my authors is if you don't ask someone to buy the book, no one's going to buy the book. So tell me about some of the ways you get around that when you're marketing to Christian women, some of the words and phrases you use besides buy the book. And let's be clear, I need them to actually buy the book. I mean, there's not magic fairy dust that keeps these books contracts coming. It has to actually be sales. So we end up using language like, hey, check this out. And I still provide web links at my website. There's still links to all of my books and Bible studies are available. But I find that I have to be careful about using the language of you must buy this book or buy this book right now. It's more of a softer language of I believe that this could be a great next step. You can pick this book up at. So it's different ways of saying bye without just kind of hardcore pushing it on them. Got it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us and with our listeners. And I'd be curious if that idea resonates. I always try to talk to authors about reframing that promoting a book is not about promoting themselves. It is about promoting a message. And it feels like with your books, that's even more true, that you have an important message that's of value to share. 
And it's interesting just to think about the different approaches that different genres might require. So Barb, tell us about your best kept secrets for book marketing. Well, I'm hoping that this first one isn't a secret. And it is a tool online called canva.com. And uh, I know that this is not the first time that your listeners have heard about Canva. When we think about connecting with the people in our audience and the people that we want to reach, as well as people we want to buy our books, visual media is the name of the game. And when I began using Canva back in 2013 or 14, it was a very simple system to create graphics. Well, now canva.com, Canva now offers the ability to not just create graphics across the board on all digital platforms, but they also can provide desktop publishing services such as for eBooks and for PowerPoint. You can create your PowerPoint slides in Canva and they will automatically import them into PowerPoint for slide decks. You can schedule your social media posts right now from Canva. You can order handouts and t-shirts and other products directly from Canva. You can make videos now in Canva. So it is a complete marketing tool for those of us who have to do our own book marketing. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing some of those newer features. So I know that you also have another tool that you wanted to share with our audience today. I do. And this is a fun one. Again, I have a traditional publisher, but for anyone who self-published or traditionally published, we still carry the weight of creating connection with our audience. One way that we can do that, especially as authors, is to actually let them hear our voice, even if you don't have an audiobook. So I've been using wave, W-A-V-V-E dot co dot C-O to create audiograms. And audiograms, essentially, it is a graphic with an audio file embedded in it. And that audio file has a visual aspect of it. It looks like a radio wave or I like using captions. So what I do, especially my newest devotional, is I went to wave.co and I uploaded a recording of two minutes of me reading from my new devotional. At Canva, I created an Instagram post-sized post, and I uploaded that to Wave. So when I uploaded the audio file, then I uploaded the background graphic, and Wave puts those two together so that when somebody's scrolling through social media, they hear my voice, they see my book graphic, and it becomes a very personalized way for them to connect with my content. Does that make sense? It sure does. So Barb, I love that you have been making those audiograms because it is such a fun way to connect with audiences. So speaking of fun, we're focusing this month on the podcast on book marketing ideas for the holidays. And I know that you had a really exciting and creative approach with your first book to market it for the holidays. Could you tell us a little bit about that? I would love to. And For anyone out there, for me, I've given books as gifts for years. I still give books to my kids. I did borrow an idea from a fiction author, and this idea was creating an experience box. This was with my first book, Enough Already, Winning Your Ugly Struggle with Beauty. And what the experience box entailed was a copy of the book, but then I went through the book, and several of the themes 
I took those themes and I matched a gift with each of those themes. So this was a book about identity and inner and outer beauty. And so there was a necklace. There was a framed photo of one of the quotes from the book, beautifully designed in Canva. There was some chocolate to go along with one of the major themes, a magnetic bookmark, and one or two other items. I think there was a card that they could post somewhere, but these were all items that I could order in bulk or I could produce them at a very low cost. And I wrapped each of them individually. And when I included a letter with the book, it basically told the reader on which pages to open up which gift. And assembling them, now I didn't do thousands of these, but I did a fair number of them. And then I was able to sell them. I had some local events. And so I was able to sell them at the local events and women loved buying them as gifts for friends. And it was a gift that was already done. It was already wrapped and they could give an experience, not just a book. Wow. I just love that idea, Barb. And especially now that many authors don't have the opportunity to do events because of COVID and all the challenges that that presents, in what way could you shift that idea of an experience gift to make it easier to ship? And I know we talked a little bit about an idea that you have for an upcoming promotion that will be a lot easier to do online. So maybe that will be a way to bridge this idea with the next. Oh, yeah. This whole entire year is about learning to adapt. There is an abundance of ideas. We just have to be willing to shift. So one of the things I'm thinking about is in my new devotional, in the Surrender devotional, there is a concept called kintsukuroi, and this is a beautiful type of Japanese art. You might be familiar with Kintsugi, and you can Google it. And in Etsy, there are all kinds of Etsy jewelers who will make Kintsugi jewelry. So right now, what I'm considering is creating a Kintsugi piece to go along with the Surrendered book. And Kintsugi is not heavy at all, so it will not cost much to mail. The Surrendered devotional is pretty small. So this is a high-end item with low weight that I actually can pair with the book and somebody could give it as a meaningful gift to someone in their life. Somebody, the jewelry will be beautiful, the book will be helpful. And I think that for my audience that speaks to beauty as well as love, those would be two themes that make for a great gift. Well, I love that idea, Barb. And I also love that we're recording this conversation at the end of September, and you're already thinking about Christmas gifts for the holidays. And just a side note for anyone who is beginning to plan their holiday promotions, you're going to listen to this podcast in October. And it's not too soon to really think strategically about potentially what you might create as a complement to your book and a gift package that you might be able to offer in upcoming weeks. So Barb, one of the things that we always do on the Book Marketing Action Podcast is we always leave folks with a couple of action steps that they can take to implement this week to supercharge their book marketing efforts. And I know you have a couple of ideas for our listeners. I do. And so thank you again for having me as a guest. And everyone, thank you for hanging out with us today. You're always welcome to head to my online home at barbroost.com and you can send me questions. But a couple of action steps I'd love for people to think about. First is if you've not gone to canva.com, go get familiar with it. It really can radically just change how you connect with your audience. 
The second would be for me, I always pay attention to other book marketing ideas, but more than just pay attention, when I see something that I admire, I take a screenshot of it on my phone so that I can come back to it. And then third is if I find something compelling, I will contact the author. Audiograms, I wasn't familiar with how to make them, but I contacted an author who made one and I just asked, hey, I loved your audiogram. What software did you use? And she emailed me right back. So I do contact authors when I see them do great things and they're always willing to help. I love those two action steps. And I hope that those of you who are listening today will take action on them. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, Becky at weavinginfluence.com at any point. And we will have all the links that Barb has mentioned in our show notes if you'd like to learn more from her. So thank you again for being with us today. And we look forward to being back with you again soon. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll subscribe today and tell a friend about our show. If you're looking for hands-on help to market your book or have a question you'd like to hear me answer here, please email me, becky at weavinginfluence.com. 